Hey guys, thanks for joining me, your friendly neighborhood witch doctor. Today seems to be perfect for the topic of headaches and migraines because oh my god, I had such a massive headache this past week, no thanks to my stupid landlord and fake as hell property manager. Do y'all mind if I vent a little? I feel like we've all had similar experiences at some point in our lives. So let me start by saying that my landlord, bless his heart, is a piece of work. Lying through his teeth to the point where he doesn't even know what he said two minutes ago. I mean, I'm a healer, you know. I have love for everyone. But seriously, this guy works my last nerve with all the lying. I've resorted to recording all of our conversations just to remind him what he said two fucking minutes ago. Anyways, earlier this week, I had some issues with my clinic space. I sent an email to the property manager, and all I get back are excuses and bullshit. I mean, I closed my clinic for almost five days due to this issue. Before I even get to the loss of profit, I have stroke patients, cancer patients, pregnant patients, just patients. They all had to be canceled because my clinic was not safe to practice in. But when I send a sweet-as-honey email asking for them to fix the issue, you know us Southern Bells, please, thank you, yes sir, yes ma'am. All I got back, piss-poor excuses and stalling and the blame game. I knew it was over. My liver yang shot through the top of my head and I saw red. A five-year-old could see that they were just trying to cover their ass and they were pushing things off between each other. Oh, well, you were supposed to do this and she was supposed to do this and I didn't do this and X, Y, Z. So much for trying to keep my cool and resolve things as grown folks. So I pulled a favor. I asked one of my best friends who happens to be a top lawyer at one of the biggest firms in the U.S., to send a letter detailing what the next steps would be if they did not uphold their end of the lease agreement. I meant serious business. I was ready to go to court for the safety of my practice and my patients. Wow, can you believe it? Five minutes of my finger hitting the send button, I get an email. Contractor will be out the next day to quote-unquote resolve the issue. Why? Like, why? Why the hell do people do that? You ask nicely. They don't take us seriously. We ask firmly. They still don't do shit. Oh, but then we turn into the ice bitch, and then they're going to do what they need to do. But, of course, I'm fucking bitch. I'm the aggressor. But they fail to mention why I had to get that way. I mean... I'm sure most of you are familiar with this type of situation at work, in relationships with friends or lovers, just in general. When you demand that you get what you deserve, you're automatically a bitch. You're aggressive or you're an asshole. Because the opposing party didn't like the way that you said things. But it never would have gotten there had they just done what they were supposed to do. It's basic, basic knowledge, right? What happened? But, fuck. No wonder. Headaches. Headaches are the most complained about issue. There are approximately 45 million suffering from chronic headaches each year. Or, better visual, 
One in every six people. You want me to send you another shitty fact? Some of your choice painkillers may actually be triggering more headaches. These are known as rebound headaches. But let me get to that in just a bit. So technically, June is National Headache Awareness Month. But we're just going to put that fact slightly to the side. Like I said, with 45 million people suffering from headaches, we're just going to ignore that, that little, little detail, right? We're going to talk about them today. If I can help you have one minute, one minute of freedom from headaches and migraines in your day, I want to do it. Like with all topics, let's start by dissecting the Western approach to headaches. Western medicine likes to classify headaches into five main types. Cluster, tension, sinus, rebound, and migraines. First one is tension headaches. These are the most common type of headache. A person will feel pain most likely at the temples or the back of the head and neck. Over-the-counter treatments such as aspirin, ibuprofen, or acetaminophen are what most people use to treat them, and these treatments are usually sufficient. The root of a tension headache is usually the neck being slightly out of alignment, which impinges the nerves and blood flow. The neck can get this way just from sleeping on poor pillows. Your pillow needs to be thick enough to keep the head in the proper position. And for all of my belly sleepers out there, bad news babes, it's impossible to keep your head in the proper position if you sleep on your stomach. So, try sleeping on your back or side. 2. Cluster Headaches These headaches tend to affect more men than women and occur in groups or cycles. They come on suddenly and are characterized by severe, debilitating pain on one side of the head and are often accompanied by a watery eye and nose on the same side of the face. 3. Sinus Headaches People who suffer from sinus headaches also suffer from sinus infections. The sinus infection leads to the headaches and oftentimes to fever as well. Sinus headaches can be treated with antibiotics, antihistamines, or decongestants. 4. Rebound headaches. As mentioned earlier, this type of recurring headache can, unfortunately and ironically, be spawned by the painkillers you are using to treat your current headache. They're usually caused by the overuse of painkillers, i.e. aspirin, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, or even prescription drugs. If you use headache medications on a regular basis, meaning more than a couple days a week, and you notice an increased number of headaches as a result, it is highly recommended to stop taking your current pain medication. The reason for the headaches is that the body has developed a dependence on these medications. So if you do notice this, please go back to your general practitioner, doctor, let them know, and go prepared. Note the times, the frequencies, when, how long, and what type of pain that you're having. If you are doing over-the-counter and you're noticing these issues, then also go see your general practitioner or go find somebody like me, or me if you're in Atlanta, an acupuncturist or an Eastern medical doctor that can find alternative solutions for you. And five, migraine headaches. Ah, recurrent headache without unknown cause. 
What are the most talked about types of headache? Migraines can exhibit qualities including pain lasting four to 72 hours. That's a pretty big gap. One-sided pain, throbbing pain, moderate to severe pain, and pain that interferes with routine activity. Usually, migraines are accompanied by nausea and vomiting and or sensitivity to light and sound. These manifestations are generally thought to be triggered by stress, fatigue, insomnia, menstruation, and weather changes. So basically, it sounds like a shit show, and they don't really know why. Hmm. All right. Now, just to forewarn you, the Western classification of headaches is much easier to follow along than the Eastern classifications I'm about to get into with you. I mean, Western has five. Eastern has up to 720 different combinations. But, to never fear, because I'm the one and only witch doctor, you know I'm going to break things down so y'all will be gurus on headaches at the end of this episode. So, if y'all are ready, here I go! There are 12 different meridians that run all over the body. Of those 12, 6 run through the head. So now you know why there can be 720 different combinations, right? But that's also why acupuncture and Eastern medicine is that much more effective in eliminating headaches instead of just suppressing the pain. I mean, it's true. Painkillers may temporarily relieve some headaches, but headaches are a big wake-up call from the body. With half of the body's meridians running through the head, they usually are a good indication of serious illnesses in the future if left unresolved. So please pay attention to the signals your body sends you. Before I get into actual diagnostic information, let me give you some basic headache facts. 1. Location, location, low fucking cation. If you ever had a consultation with me or a skilled practitioner, we've asked, where are your headaches? That's because the location of the headache indicates which meridian or organ is crying for help. For example, headaches on the side of your head or eyes can be related to the gallbladder, and or liver. The gallbladder and the liver are partners, and they are highly sensitive to stress. So if you tend to have one-sided headaches, you can bet my next question will be, so, how's your stress level? Now, if you have headaches on the front of your forehead, I'm willing to bet your acid reflux or digestion function is also not in good shape because your stomach is needing attention. Two, Headaches that occur after eating generally indicate you have stomach chi deficiency. Your body doesn't have enough chi to digest the food properly and not take away from the rest of your body's conditions. And three, ladies, this is for you. Because, um, fellas, y'all don't have a uterus, right? So, ladies! Headaches that occur as part of PMS are also related to the liver function, which is responsible for flow of both blood and emotions. So, everybody have the basic guidelines down? Kind of, sort of? That's fine. I'm going to break down headaches and migraines in Eastern medicine by sections in the easiest way to follow along. I'm going to start with migraines. So, remember earlier in the episode that migraines in Western medicine is a recurrent headache with unknown causes? Well, from an Eastern perspective, migraines are mainly due to invasion of wind and fire that cause meridian obstructions and disturb the flow of blood and chi in the head. Also, 
liver dysfunction and its pertaining meridian also may contribute. So with migraines, they're broken down mainly into four different types. One, stagnation of liver chi. Symptoms of stagnation of liver chi, distending or pulsating pain on one side of the head, accompanied by emotional depression, chest stuffiness, and occasional belching or burping. Two, hyperactivity of liver yang. Hyperactivity of liver yang will find symptoms of distending pain in the head, accompanied by dizziness, blurred vision, ear ringing, irritability, insomnia, mouth dryness, and flushed face. 3. Blood stasis obstruction in the collaterals. Oh, it's a lot, right? So let's try it again. Blood stasis obstruction in the collaterals. Persistent and steady headache. Pricking or pulsating pain. Accompanied by forgetfulness and palpitations. And 4. Retention of cold and static fluid. If you have this, the symptoms are headache with cloudiness and heaviness sensations, like there's a tight band around the head, accompanied by distension in the chest and upper abdomen, nausea and vomiting, excessive sputum, God, try saying that five times fast, excessive sputum, <laughs> stomach upset that tends to be alleviated by warmth, cold limbs, no appetite, and fatigue. Now, if you have supraorbital pain, uh, pain located above the eyebrows, either one-sided or both-sided, or spreading over the forehead, Eastern medicine believes the pain is mainly caused by invasion of wind heat pathogens or wind pathogens with stasis. Means you go from a hot place and you're walking outside, right? Go inside a building and all of a sudden it's cold because there's a lot of uh, AC pumping through the building. Or vice versa. External wind attacking the body. The stomach and gallbladder meridians contribute also to this area. So for superorbital pain, so if you have pain located above the eyebrows on one or both sides, we're looking at one of two things. One, invasion of wind heat. Pain above the eyebrow or distending feeling in the forehead, accompanied by red and tearing eye and sensitivity to light. There might even be fever and aversion to wind. Or two, wind stasis obstructed collaterals. You're going to notice the pricking or stabbing pain above the eyebrow, sensitivity to light, and the pain actually may be further aggravated by pressing those areas. And here we come to the most commonly complained type of headache, splitting headaches or distending headaches. If your head feels like it's being split into two, usually it means abundant chi and blood flowing into the head, causing stagnation. In other words, too much chi and blood. One, upbearing of liver yang. This is the thing that I was dealing with, right? Distending feeling in the head, accompanied by dizziness, ear ringing, numbness, tingling of limbs, insomnia, 
lumbar soreness, knee weakness, flushed face. These symptoms can and will be aggravated by fatigue or emotional stress. 2. Flaming up of liver fire. Splitting headache accompanied by bloodshot eyes, bitter sense in the mouth, lower chest discomfort, irritability, and dream-disturbed sleep. My splitting headache was caused by my liver fire surging upwards due to my shady landlords, which eventually landed in upbearing of liver yang. So in other words, not fun. Now wait a minute. You can hear all of this and be like, wait, that doesn't apply to me. Well, what if your headaches feel like your head is heavy or being weighted down or covered by heavy objects? Then this is all for you. This feeling is commonly seen in tension headaches. Western medicine says this is caused by functional disorder, like your neck is misaligned. Eastern medicine says damp is the most common contributing factor. Heavy and sluggish flow of the meridians, as well as liver stagnation, dysfunction of your middle abdomen, and improper ascending of lucid yang also contribute. Whoa. Dysfunction of what? And improper ascending of yang and it's lucid? What? Don't worry. I always break it down into easier chunks, right? 1. Wind damp obstruction. If you have a heavy head feeling fatigue, limb heaviness, chest stuffiness, no appetite, urinary difficulty, loose bowels, and they get worse during rainy or humid weather, you have wind damp obstruction. 2. Heavy head feeling or even distending pain, flushed face, hot sensation in the body, irritability, no appetite, chest stuffiness, gastric and abdominal distension, scanty and yellowish urine, constipation, and symptoms usually get worse in the afternoon. Damp heat irritation. Here's a little branch. If you experience this the morning or day after heavy drinking, it's commonly known as a hangover. Pro tip, drink Sprite or ginger ale before going to bed after drinking to help combat this crappy feeling the next morning. Trust me, you'll be thanking me. You're welcome. Three, if you have a heavy head feeling or headache with dizzy and foggy feeling, chest stuffiness, upset stomach, excessive sputum or saliva, sorry babes, but you have phlegm damp obstruction. Four, heavy and dizzy head, lower chest discomfort, upset stomach, belching, mental depression, dream disturbed sleep, forgetfulness, poor appetite, loose bowels, and the symptoms usually fluctuate along with emotional stress, you are liver stagnated. And lastly, you have a persistent heavy head feeling, Dizzy, heavy, and empty feelings in the head accompanied by paleness, fatigue, shortness of breath, poor appetite, and loose bowels, you're probably suffering from deficiency of the middle abdomen. 
Whew. Not so bad, right? I mean, shit. Hope I didn't cause more headaches with all of this info. So what now, yeah? Now that you know what is potentially causing the headaches, what can you do about it? If you guys are familiar with me, y'all already know the answer. All together now, get acupuncture! <laughs> yeah, um, that's honestly the short and sweet of it. Acupuncture. If you were paying attention to all the symptoms, you can see that you were checking off more than one box with your current condition, right? I mean, Eastern medicine is not to just address one issue at a time. Truly, we cannot, even if we wanted to. I had a potential client telling me, Hey, Dr. Lee, I'm going to see you in four weeks because right now I'm working with my therapist for depression. Next week I'm seeing my ortho for neck pain. And, you know, I, I also have headaches. And I said, my dear, all of your current symptoms are pointing to one major root problem. I'm not saying acupuncture is the end-all, be-all for everyone, but please be aware that if you are having headaches, most likely you will notice a whole slew of issues along with it because, again, the brain is located in the head. The brain is your control center for the whole body, and your head has six out of the 12 meridians running through. And again, these six are not just your secondary ones, but they're the most integral meridians to the body. So if there is a headache, let's figure out which organ is sending you an SOS instead of just trying to suppress the symptoms. I mean, you want to know what's going on. It's terrifying. And it's absolutely just scary to think about, oh my God, what if this is a bigger problem? Well, let's prevent it. Let's get ahead of it. It's much more cost-effective and definitely efficient if you get ahead of the problem instead of trying to play catch-up. In the meantime, drink lots of water and get daily exercise in. I would give some points for acupressure, but some of them, especially the ones that are currently recommended on the internet, are contraindicated for pregnant women. So please consult with me or your nearest skilled acupuncturist to see what DIY home care you can do if you can't get in for a treatment right away. I'm a send button away, dudes. Drop me a line at Michelle at the Michelle Lee. Again, that's Michelle with two L's. I always respond. Since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, you know what we'll be talking about next week? Depression. I want this to be a safe place for everyone currently battling depression, as well as those who are supporting a loved one battling depression. About 10 years ago, I went through it alone because in the beginning, I didn't know I was depressed. And then when I figured out that I was, I was too ashamed and too proud to tell anyone. The one person who actually helped me realize that I was depressed became my rock and my biggest support. And without her, I don't know if I would be where I am today. So for those of you listening, and you, yourself, or anybody else that is going through this long and dark fight, just know that I love you, and I'm here for you. Every day that you battle and struggle, you are a winner. I am so incredibly proud of you. This is a safe place to talk about truth 
and and where we are. Join me the next episode for my most intimate and personal episode of The Witch Doctor. And until then, I love you all. Mwah! Witch Doctor, out.